Nissan has done the absolute minimum required to refresh the 2020 patrol. <laughs> yes, but they have managed to go all out botching the English language and applied science. So there's that. And yet, the new patrol might still be actually worth buying. Full details next. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their next new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. The new sixth generation Nissan Patrol lobbed here in Shitsville recently, and a lot of people have been asking me about buying it. Like, should they upgrade or should they buy in? This is likely to be the last ever patrol, or at least the very last patrol of this ilk the hardcore off-roading tank. Yes. Patrol is kind of like Joan Rivers when you think about it. Ongoing exterior upgrades, but same old bones. Not that there's anything wrong with that. They've been quite durable, I think you'd agree. And so also with the Patrol, it's pretty tough too. This time around, all you get is new lights, new bumpers, and some bolt-on safety tech. Ugliness has gone up at least one order of magnitude, though. Almost to Elite LX570 visual abomination levels. Yes. Especially on the TIL. It's been beaten profusely with the ugly stick, I think you'd agree. And then, kind of, I don't know, left for dead. So well done there, Nissan stylists. No fundamental changes, however. It's got the same powertrain, same body, but there has been a significant price hike again. Nissan Shitsville is simply milking patrol for all it's worth, in my view, before they phase the old girl out, basically. We're told an incredible 52 LEDs are in the front headlamps now. That's not even including the fog lamps, too. Even more amazing. And 44 additional LEDs in the rears. Press release-wise, you know it's dire, okay, when they have to start bullshitting about the innovative number of LED bulbs in a one-page press release heralding the introduction of the latest model. There can't be too much else to talk about. I think you'd agree. But... They've also changed the wheels, but they're still 18s, just a different design. And they've added all the borderline annoying safety features that the car industry is still really yet to think through properly, like auto emergency braking, lane keeping assistance, rear cross traffic alert and blind spot monitoring. About the only thing worthwhile inclusion-wise there is adaptive cruise control, and that's really only news on the low-spec Patrol TI because the previous fifth-generation TIL already had that. But brace for impact on the price, okay, because it has ramped up yet again for the third time, incredibly, in just two years. Let's look at the economics, though, because that's still actually pretty strong. The top-spec Toyota Land Cruiser Sahara diesel is a more or less direct competitor that costs $133,000 drive away. And the latest Patrol TIL petrol V8 is $103,000. It's only diesel in the Land Cruiser now and only petrol in the Patrol. Uh, 
Diesel Land Cruisers offer more range on a full tank and diesel is of course safer for refueling at the roadside from portable containers like jerry cans and that is of interest if you are a proper outback adventurer who's hell-bent on beating the desert into submission or something. The diesel is also better for towing, obviously, because it offers you more peak torque at low revs. That's like low to medium RPM power, diesel wins. But the Patrol has more peak power, ultimately, and that makes it better for highway overtaking. And this dusting issue, it does hang like a cloud over the Land Cruiser, so that's something to consider as well. Based on the official fuel tests conducted in a laboratory, Land Cruiser drinks 9.5 litres per 100Ks combined cycle, while the Patrol is 14.4, and that is substantially different. So is the price, the $30,000 price difference. These combine, okay, the price difference and the consumption difference, they combine in an interesting way. You know, out there somewhere, in the future, down the road, there's a point on the odometer where the Patrol buyer and the Land Cruiser buyer reach fuel and capital cost equivalents. So the patrol starts out cheaper, all right, and then the higher cost of the fuel kicks in, while the cruiser, it starts out kind of expensive, but K for K, the cruiser owner is paying less for fuel. So have a guess how far you have to drive for those costs to become coincident. Somewhere down there, you know, down that track. How far do you reckon that is? I just ran the numbers on this and it's gobsmacking. It's about 400,000 Ks. So ballpark estimate, okay, for the first 10 laps of the planet, the patrol remains in front on price. If you buy one of them, you're in front for 400,000 Ks, amazingly enough. This is a powerful incentive, I'd suggest, to prefer the patrol when you run the numbers. And obviously, there's quite a few variables in play as well, okay? Fluctuations in the fuel price, your driving style, the conditions you drive in, etc. But if you're equivocating between this big fat pair, the fuel for the big petrol engine patrol is probably going to seem expensive, and it might be viewed by you as a disincentive. However, given the numbers and how they play out, I would not put too much emphasis on that if I were you. Also, it's fair to say that if you can afford to pay upwards of 90 or 100,000 bucks for a vehicle, you really can afford the fuel at pretty much any price. So there's that. However, fuel remains the ultimate grudge purchase for many people. So perhaps you can take some comfort from the fact that if you buy that last big fat patrol, you will be ahead of the Land Cruiser owner on cost for the first incredible 400,000 Ks. Both vehicles will be near death by the time he's in front. And that's certainly something. And now, the awesome Nissan language and science semantics botch. <laughs> this is what happens, okay, when PR and marketing assholes get involved with automotive technology. It's never good. But in this case, they call it Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Intelligent, please. If you believe the communication's bullshit, get help, generally. But if you read about Nissan Intelligent Mobility, you will be 
informed, if that's the right word, that the new patrol is actually pretty friggin' smart. According to the communications bullshitters, and they are A-grade, I must say, hashtag respect, the new patrol has, quote, intelligent emergency braking, intelligent cruise control, intelligent lane departure warning, intelligent lane intervention, an intelligent around view monitor, intelligent forward collision warning, and intelligent blind spot intervention. <laughs> yes, it even has a friggin' intelligent key, allegedly. Clearly, next stop for the patrol would be Mensa. It's just so friggin' intelligent. The only problem, though, oh, a slight wrinkle, I think you'd agree, none of these systems under the Nissan Intelligent Mobility rubric is actually intelligent in the context of actual machine intelligence. They all fail the Turing test in that the responses they deliver are less than a diligent human could come up with in the same situation. And they're really only there as a backup, okay, in case you go out to lunch mentally or take a little nap while you are behind the wheel. That's never good. So, by that definition, these systems are not even weak machine intelligence. It kind of amuses me that Nissan's whole intelligent mobility concept, which is a pillar of the brand, is therefore built on a foundation of semantic bullshit. Imagine a whole new driving experience moving through life with greater confidence, excitement and connection to the world around you. This is Nissan Intelligent Mobility and it's already a reality in Nissan's You Can Drive Today. Yeah! Nah, none of these systems is intelligent. They're all dumb. They're just computerized systems. And don't get me wrong, Computers are good, but dumb. Computer says, when I get these inputs, I perform these outputs, and that's it. The computer has no friggin' idea what the inputs are, nor what the outputs do. The computer could be translating English to Japanese, or playing chess, or rendering a pornographic video, trading Bitcoin, or slamming the brakes when a collision is imminent. To the computer, it's all the same. That's as dumb as machines get. It's all process and no awareness. Intelligent systems, by comparison, like you and me, or actual machine intelligence, they understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Playing chess, slamming the brakes to avoid death, rendering pornography, whatever. Auto emergency braking is not intelligent. It receives a signal, okay? A critical proximity alert. It has no idea what that signal means. It performs an action. It activates the brakes. It has no idea what that action does. It does not evolve over time. It does not get better iteratively. That's as dumb as it gets. Proficient, perhaps, if it's programmed correctly, but it remains dog shit dumb. And most of these systems are not even that good. They false positive all the time and they're not fail safe. Quite the opposite. And that is, frankly, disgraceful. Intelligent has become just another bullshit automotive term like, I don't know, shock absorber or radiator. The pro tip there, 
springs actually do the absorption of shocks out there on the road, and radiators overwhelmingly reject heat by convection, not radiation. So well done there, car industry. Yes. The intelligence implied by Nissan is nothing more than a prick tease unlikely to be consummated within the next two decades. And I'm not sure I'd be advising you to look forward to that eventually occurring. Proper AI, it's dead set scary. Some would say an existential threat to humanity, and I don't think they're overreacting. For more on the grim outlook here, check out Wikipedia's uplifting entries on instrumental convergence and the paperclip maximizer. Quite sobering reading. That'll give you something of a window into the nightmarish AI landscape that a real Skynet in the future could inevitably deliver in spite of the programmer's best intentions. There's a cheery thought for the weekend. That's all I have for you today. You can subscribe if you like this video, but spew hate in the comments if you didn't. Unburden yourself if that's what gets you hard. The comments have been far too soft lately in my view. It's almost as if I'm losing my friggin' touch, and I hate that. PayPal link in the description if you'd like to support these reports, and otherwise, I'll catch you later. Thank you very much for watching.